0: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It is another edition of Phillies Today. I'm your host, James Seltzer. It is Friday, April the 16th as we come off. Well, at least not a day the Phillies lost the game, right? We come off a day off as uh, rain cancels yesterday's game. The Phillies missed Jacob deGrom, so some good news there. Uh, as the rain and the forecast coming up in New York just look like too much to handle, um, ultimately end up calling the game um, a little bit after the game was set to to begin right around 12:20 or so they call the game was supposed to be a 12:10 start. Okay. Look, uh, Phillies sit at six and six heading in a weekend series against St. Louis. We'll dive into it, but um, still so much to get into even without a baseball game with um, what happened two nights ago? Um, the lackluster, poor performance from that Phillies team um, in that game against the Mets, and really just the lackluster performance we've seen from this Phillies team over the last couple weeks. Uh, excuse me, last week as they've lost six of seven now. After starting five and one, they've gone one and five. So uh, mirroring each other, the good mirrors the bad. Unfortunately, it's the bad that we've had most recently. Let's let's dive into some of the stuff we've talked about and really try and um, you know really. Parse out some of the issues they've had and what what's going to happen moving forward. Again, big series with St. Louis coming into town this weekend. This Phillies team does need to get back on track and they need to play better baseball. And uh, that's something Bryce Harper talked about after the game two days ago. Um, we'll dive into that in a sec. But again, I do think look on a basic level, um, we always talk about it, and I talk about it a lot the idea of you know when I'm expecting a baseball game, there's nothing more bummery or bumming. Or nothing that bums me out as much as as when uh, a rainout happens because you know you've you've your whole day is dependent upon the idea I'm going to watch some baseball today I'm going to watch my squad play a game today and then you get rained down it it does stink but having said that taking the selfish part out of it uh, at least for me you know look I think uh, I think it's it's okay for this team to get a day off obviously they've been struggling. Um, had to use pitchers in the doubleheader. Um, had to use pitchers in uh, in the the Wheeler game. Some some relief pitchers give guys a rest. You get to slow down the staff. You would have had to use Vince Velasquez on Saturday without the rainout. Now you don't have to worry about that. You can go Nola and Moore and Anderson uh, over the weekend series. So so that's good news, and they can break them up. I think they're going to go Moore on Friday and Anderson on Sunday with Nola in between. That's cool. That is an advantage for the Phillies. So, look, I think the Phillies have not had a day off in a little while. They had the other rain out on, uh, uh, against the first Mets games. So they Leading into that, another day off. They get the two days off through that, so hopefully that can rest and recharge them. Because, look, this team absolutely has to be better. I mean, they do. And, again, I'm not worried. I'm not freaking out. We are only 12 games into the season, so I'm not – overreacting to it or anything like that, but you know, they do need to play better. Like this is just a team that that needs to show up and offensively they need to show up. And look, Bryce Harper, you know, that that I'm oh it's early don't worry thing. Um Bryce Harper's not cool with that. You know, Bryce Harper with some strong comments after the game a couple nights ago, I want to go through Harper's comments because I think they are absolutely necessary, absolutely imperative. This team has to get going and They need guys, their leaders like Harper, to stand up and say these things, and he needs to go in the clubhouse and and preach it again. Harper, uh, talking after the game a couple nights ago, says, as a team and as a club, we have to be better, especially in the batter's box right now. On a personal level, I need to do better. Punching out that many times in a game as a team or as an individual, I can't do that. I need to have better at bats. Need to stop chasing stuff out of the zone. He goes on. He said, "We had opportunities tonight and didn't get the job done. Sitting right here, I need to be better in the three-hole. I know it's early, but I don't care if it's early or not. I need to do I need to be good and the whole team does as well." I love that mentality. He's right. Early or not, you got to be better. This offense has to be better. They do. We talked about it, you know. They need to be better. They're too talented to to go through this kind of a slump, especially when you're gaining momentum. Harper goes on. He says, Wheels did his job, and we didn't support him as an offense. That can't happen. And this is the key point here where he is absolutely right. He says, we can't get behind in this division. If you get behind, it'll be tough to catch up. We need to be better as a team. We're not swinging the bat particularly well right now, and all offenses go through it from time to time. We have a lot of guys struggling right now. I don't, need our, I don't think our swings are out of control or too big. I just think we're missing balls, chasing a little bit. When you don't hit, it seems like the world's going to end, but again, everyone goes through this. You can't predict when it's going to happen. You don't understand why it happens sometimes. It's just happening right now, and we've got to get out of it. That's the bottom line. We've got to fight our way out of it. I love that. He's absolutely right. He's right. Everything he said is right. Everything. In this division, you can't get too far behind. These teams are way too good. The Braves and Mets are way too good. We've seen it. Those teams are way too good, way too talented to get far behind. You just can't do it. He's 100% right. Yes, it's early in the season. Yes, you can't overreact to 12 out of 162. But you can't have a lull either, too big a lull. Like, they need to turn this around. You can't let it get too far. You can't lose your grasp on it. And then to the point that he made at the end, like, I, I think it's a really healthy perspective on it, like, that he does understand this is going to happen to everybody, but that it's still not okay, you know? And I think particularly now in this spot where this team is, has been downsliding after the 5-1 start, obviously 1-5 since, like, now is when you need your, your guys to step up, and the biggest reason for that 1-5 stretch has been the offense, Again, we've talked about it, but again, like, yes, the pitching has to be better. You need more from Aaron Nola. You know, you need more from, from the 4-5 and five starter particularly. But the biggest reason they've gone 1-5 and five in their last six is because of the offense. Flat out. Flat out. They are not scoring enough runs. They are not putting together enough good at-bats. They are not making it hard on pitching staff. That was something we talked about in those first few games where it's like, all right, these guys are grinders. They're going to go up and they're going to have tough at-bats. Maybe they don't get hit, but you know what? They're going to they're gonna work seven pitches, eight pitches, nine pitches, six pitches. Like they're going to make you work for it. And eventually, the more you make pitchers work for it, the more it's going to start to go in your favor. The more you're going to wear down pitchers, the more better pitches to hit you're going to see, the more you're going to take advantage of, and that's going to lead to runs. That's going to lead to converting on these opportunities. So, like, I do think they'll get there. I believe in this offense. I still believe in the guys in this offense. But it is absolutely the biggest reason that they're struggling now because we haven't seen those at-bats. We haven't seen them converting over the last few games. Like, they have, they have gone ice cold from a pr- approach perspective. They have the wrong approach at the plate. They're not going up being smart about their approach and being aggressive about their approach. Like, it's not happening in the last few games. And Harper's calling it out. And he's right. Like, it can snowball. It can be the kind of thing where it starts with one guy and the next guy and the next guy. and just kind of everyone is trying to, to figure out what's going wrong. But like we talked about yesterday, I mean, this team offensively is, has been bad. They have one guy with an OPS over 800 in this lineup. One guy, JT Romuto at 809, is the best OPS in this lineup of starting players. 809! Bryce Harper, 798 OPS. Reese Hoskins, 798 OPS. Didi Gregorius, 77, 778 OPS. And then it, it bottoms. Segura, 683 OPS. It's horrible. Alec Bohm, 625. And Bohm, like, I'm not concerned, but Bohm hasn't been great. Bohm has not been as good as we've hoped and expected. And I think he will be. I'm not. Freaking out about Alex Boehme, Alec Boehm after 12 games. I think he's such a good hitter, such a good adjuster, such a talented hitter who hates striking out. Like, I think he'll be fine. But, I mean, so far he hasn't been good enough. There's no question about it. Again, a 625 OPS for Bohm. He's batting 233. McCutcheon, 557 OPS. He's got a 279 OBP and a 278 slugging percentage. McCutcheon has been awful. And then, of course, Roman going with the 258 OPS, which it doesn't even seem possible. And I Adam Aisley gone. We're hoping the best for him. We don't know what's going on. It's super concerning. We talked about it yesterday. Just the the uh, mystery of it all. But but between him, he had a 429 OPS, and Quinn had a 258 OPS. I mean, between those two guys, I mean, that's his, a pitcher is a better hitter than that OPS. Like a pitcher is better. Zach Wheeler's got a 714 OPS on the season. Now, Granny's the only pitcher with a hit for the Phillies, so we don't want to get too carried away. But Wheeler's got a 714 OPS on the season. Zach Wheeler's slugging percentage. Uh, Zach Wheeler's OBP is higher than Roman Quinn's OPS. Think about that. Zach Wheeler's on-base percentage is higher than Roman Quinn's on-base plus slugging. And look again. We're not going to dive into you. Yeah, I don't need to say anymore. But um, you all know Roman Quinn is horrible. He's a horrible baseball player. He's not a major league player. He can't be on this roster. It is, it is a disaster. And that's one of the reasons I was bummed about the rainout yesterday. Another one I was excited to see Mickey Moniak finally get a chance. Mickey finally getting a shot to go out there and do something. That's awesome. I'm super excited that Mix up. I'm super excited he's going to get a chance. It can't be worse, man. It can't be worse. It can't be worse than what we've gotten, and, and unfortunately, Roman Quinn's still on this roster. But, man, I, I can't watch a guy hit anymore. I can't. It's an automatic out, and, and the last game they played, the Wednesday game, where they didn't even show up. I mean, you're rolling out Ronald Torres, Roman Quinn, and, and the pitcher. I mean, that's three pitcher spots. That's three pitcher spots. In a lineup of nine guys, a third of your lineup is an automatic out. A third of your lineup, some automatic out. Like that's unacceptable. That can't happen. Which goes back to some of the things we talked about yesterday. I mean, the, the lack of depth offensively for this team is a real problem. It is. And it's gonna be a problem. I mean, first of all, Brad Miller, we never get to see him play. I don't know why. It's bad cleanup for the Cardinals forty something times last year. Maybe have that guy stepping a lineup that can't hit right now. Get something going. But again, like, they're only two bats you even feel marginally good about off the bench are Miller and and Joyce, and they're both left-handed. They don't have a right-handed bat. They got none. Zero. Roman Quinn, if he's not in the starting lineup. Andrew Knapp, if it's a day he's not playing. Ronald Torres? That's your solution in a big spot for a right-handed bat when you need one? It's just not good enough. It's not even close to good enough. And yes, I know it is a minor part of the team comparative to some of the other holes they have. We know Matt Moore, not great. We know Chase Anderson, not great. We know the center field spot is as big a hole on a Phillies team other than maybe the bullpen from last year as we've had in years. It's that bad a a spot. They've been that bad. Roman Quinn's the worst quote-unquote everyday player I've seen on the Phillies maybe ever. Like, he's up there. He's Steve Jeltz-esque. He's that awful. And this lineup has to be the strength of the team. Like, this lineup is supposed to be what we can count on. This lineup is supposed to be what's going to carry this team forward. And again, again, I'm not, I'm not concerned about the big dudes in the lineup. I think Reese will hit. I think Bryce will hit. I think JT is hitting and will hit more. I think Boehm will be fine. McCutcheon, a little bit of concern there. McCutcheon is old. Or a baseball player. He's one of the oldest starting outfielders in baseball. He's coming off a torn ACL just a year and a half ago or two years ago. Um, he doesn't look the same. He looks lost. And look, McCutcheon looked awful to start the year last year and then started to look competent at the plate and started to hit well. Um, you hope that he's able to do that, but he is also someone who has not uh been walking either. I mean, where's he on base percentage? That's what you worry about with him. Is it someone who no matter what he was slumping no matter how bad he's been in the past at a certain time or a certain stretch. He's always walked. He's always gotten on base. Um, I mean, he's been a sieve at the top of the lineup. It's a massive, massive problem. You know, you don't have a, a leadoff hitter right now. And then look, I, Segura, Didi. I felt Didi's batting three ten somehow. didi will be fine. Offensively, defensively. That's the problem. We'll talk about defense in a minute. Um, but that's the problem defensively but but offensively is you know I feel fine with him there um, and Segura you know he's, he's what he is he's heated up a little bit lately he's doing fine um, but you know even if you feel good about those guys like you still have an eight hole that is is a, is an automatic out and again like I do think the depth matters I do think that this bench has to be better like these are the types of things if we're going to talk about this team being a playoff team right if we're going to talk about this team finally finally for the first time in a freaking decade make the playoffs, if we're going to talk about that, then obviously the big guys got to hit. They have to be better. There's no question about what Bryce said goes. Like, that has to happen. They have to be better. But if they're really going to beat the Braves, beat the Mets, win the division, win a wild card, like, these holes are going to have to be filled in one form or another. Like, it either needs to be Mickey Moniak or Kingery or whatever they're going to do in center field or go get somebody. Because you're not going to make the playoffs with this center field situation the way it is. You're not going to make the playoffs if, in a big spot in September, you're facing a left-handed reliever and you have to bring up Ronald Torres to get a big hit. That's not going to happen. Not going to win it. And of course, fourth and fifth starters, you're not going to you're not going to get there if Matt Moore is your fourth starter all year. You're not. You're not. And whether it's internal options and look, they have a ton: Spencer Howard, Ranger Suarez, obviously. Heel shall not be named, Vince Um, Like, I think this team is going to have to look hard in the mirror. And, look, I think part of it might be where they are when the trade deadline approaches, how good they are, how much they can compete with the routes they have now to to the point where they can convince John Middleton, hey, let's go over the luxury tax. This is worth it. This is a team worth investing in. But they're going to have to. I mean, it really is a, a, a you know a uh how shall i phrase it a a a go or get off the pot let's say it that way uh it's a go or get off the pot moment for this team like either this team's investing in these guys or not right i mean they got the core here like they gotta add to it it's just not good enough to to go all the way like they're gonna have to make moves they're going to have to make moves if they want to be a real contender they're going to have to fix at least one of those two starter spots. They're going to have to fix, and maybe, look, it's still early. Maybe one of those guys can figure it out. I, I don't have high hopes. I didn't have high hopes about Matt Moore coming in the door. I um, mean, Chase Anderson just is what he is. But you're going to have to fix a center field spot, whether it's Mickey or Kingery giving you something or, or you trade for someone. And you're going to have to fix the depth, the starting pitching depth. Again, Vinny, not only are a form 5 bat, but Vinny Velasquez is the next guy off the bench to start. That's a massive problem. So there are real holes here for this team. We even we talked about it yesterday, but you know, Girardi I, I think has done a poor job so far. Um, for the most part, um, there's a lot of holes. Like this is a team that that again, I think that the core of what they have is good enough and can compete. Um, but they need to fill in around the edges. They do. They need to be better in certain spots. They really do. And again, I think they're still a good baseball team. I think they're a playoff contender. I think all the things I thought during the hot start, I still think. But they got to be better. And we got to see that, that energy that we felt before. I mean, what happened to the, the team that felt like they were, you know, that nobody believes in us, the, the team that's been shortchanged, like the, the, they're not good enough, third place, fourth place. Where's all that team? Where's the team that's like, screw that. We're better than that. It's time. It's time for the Philadelphia Phillies to be a playoff team again. Where are those guys? Where is that group? Because that's the group I need. That's the group that is going to take this team far. We need that group back. We need that mentality back for this team to do what we want them to do. I, I think it's, it's just massively important. It's massively important. Um, and, and, again, I believe they can do it. I believe they can do it. I really do. But, you know, they need to do it. And they need to, to show up. And uh I think this is a big series coming up, especially coming home. We talked yesterday, it's unbelievable. This team is seventy-seven and one uh and what is it? Seventy-seven and one nineteen on the road since twenty eighteen. That's unbelievable. And that's where you say, Girardi, get your guys ready to play. You gotta be ready to play on the road. You gotta create your own energy, you gotta do whatever needs to happen, but you guys gotta be better. Flat out, you have to be better on the road. That's unacceptable. There's not that big a difference between home and road stuff and baseball. Like, that's not something you see every year where teams are that much better home or on the road. Like, it's baseball. Especially without crowds there, which is crazy. They got to be better. They got to be better. And maybe there's something they're they're not doing right on the road. Maybe there's an approach. Maybe there's a process they need to have. Whatever. They need to look into that. They need to figure out what the hell's going on with that because that's an issue. It's a problem. So, and again, like, I don't, I'm not trying to come off sounding super down on the team because I I do, a large part of me says, hey, they're 6-6 six and six starting the season against two of the five best teams in baseball because that's what I think the Mets and the Braves are. I, I think from a talent perspective, they're two of the five, six, seven best teams in baseball, whatever you want to call it. They're two of the best teams in baseball. They are more talented than the Phillies, flat out. They are more talented than the Phillies. Both of those teams, top to bottom, 25-man roster, it's better. 40-man roster, better. More guys to bring up, more guys to cycle in, more depth. They are better. That's why I predicted both those teams to make the playoffs and the Phillies to not coming into the season. They're more talented. But the more talented team doesn't always win, especially because they're not that much more talented. They're not light years ahead of the Phillies. The Phillies are in their hemisphere. They just need to play better. They need to 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 not have those type of games where they don't show up like they did in the last game. Like they gotta want it more. They have to fight harder. They have to. And, and look again, baseball is a grind. It, it's it's a hundred and sixty games. You need to. It's hard to bring it every night. It's almost impossible. Like that's why you need guys to carry it sometimes. That's why you need guys to go on hot streaks. That's why you need guys to to help motivate other guys, like all that stuff. And, and I, I I felt like this group of guys, because of everything they've gone through together and because of the lack of playoff um, appearances and all that stuff, that, that they had that. And I hope they can get it back. Because it did feel like they had it over those first six games, and it certainly has not felt like they've had it over the last six. That's for sure. But but the main point being that, look, they, they've their first 12 games have been against two of the best teams in baseball, and they're 6-6, six and six, and they've, they've shown some good things too. So I don't want to be totally down on this team. Teams go through streaks. Teams get hot and cold. I just, it's disappointing the way it started and what it made you feel. Um, and then to lose five of six, I mean, it's it's disappointing. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. Um, but I, I'm not I'm not super down on the team. Again, I, I do think they're still a contender for the playoffs, all that good stuff. Um, but I do think to Bryce Harper's point, like you can't let it cascade. You know, you need to 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 stop the bleeding. It can't just keep happening. You need to say, "All right, enough." We got to fight our way out of this. Like Bryce Harper said, "Fight your way out of it." It needs to happen soon, um, because, like he said, in this division, he's right. You know, the Mets and the Braves. The Braves could win ten in a row, like like, oh, and then all of a sudden, it's like, what just happened? You know, the Mets could go on a run. It's like, what just happened? That they're they're that good. They're that ta- they're that talented of baseball teams. So. The Phillies need to like again, you can't the Phillies aren't gonna run away with the division in April, but they could they could really make it hard for themselves by putting themselves in a hole. And uh I think that when you've lost five of six, you know, and, and you're lost three straight, you know, I think you start to need to to stop it. You need to step in and stop the bleeding. And I think the Phillies really need to do that. And that starts tonight. Massive series coming home, which should have a nice six-game homestand before heading out to Colorado um, at the end of next week. But um, three straight this weekend against St. Louis here, and then three at home against the Giants. Gabe Kapler coming to town next week, so that'll be fun. Um, We'll talk about that next week, obviously. But this uh, this weekend, today, uh, Zach Eflin, obviously, was supposed to start yesterday, pushed ahead. Uh, Today, I'll go up against Carlos Martinez in Game 1. Um, game two on Saturday, we get Matt Moore. Uh, so uh, it, Matt Moore, so that's a beautiful thing. We do skip uh, pushing it back. We skip the the back-to-back of Moore and Anderson. That should help the bullpen. So it's going to be Matt Moore on Saturday against Kim. Uh, and then on Sunday, Aaron Nola against John Gant. So look, the Phillies have the pitching matchup advantage in all three of these games. They do. They have the better pitcher in all three of these games. Excuse me, in two of the three games, and you got Matt Moore. But even against Kim, like, uh, you know, it's not like that's a – a massive um look, he's been good um generally for the Cardinals, but he's only started seven games before. Um he has uh, been much more of a, a reliever type of guy at times too. Um but look his last start um uh he has not started game yet this season, his last start last year, three and two thirds, three earned. Uh then it was five innings, one run, five and a third, four runs, seven innings, none, five innings none. So he uh Quang Yoon Kim. Um there's talent there, but I, I certainly think he's hittable. Uh, going up against Matt Moore, they're going to need to hit him because I'm guessing Matt Moore is not going to completely shut the Cardinals down. Either way, uh, massive series. You need to take two or three. You need to get back on the winning track, especially with the Giants coming to town after that's a team you could take advantage of. Um, the Cardinals should be, 2 They're, they're good. They're not great. They're, they're a handleable team for the Phillies, especially with these pitching matchups. So hopefully they can get it done this weekend. A big one. Either way. We'll be back to talk about it this weekend. So have a wonder after this weekend. So have a wonderful weekend. We'll be back on Monday. Until then, go Phillies! And thank you for listening to another edition of Phillies Today right here on the Phillies 24-7 Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road.